Hello, and welcome to the Marketing Slice by Hurry, the show where the team at Hurry give you marketing insights, hints, and tips that will help you to improve your results right now. I'm Stevie Langford, and in today's podcast, you're going to learn four top tips for creating a successful SWOT analysis. We also have associated guides, videos, blogs, and infographics that can all be found at www.hurry.co. So here we go. In order to be a successful brand, you need to regularly analyze your actions and processes to ensure that you're functioning as efficiently as possible. One of the most effective ways to achieve this is by analyzing a company, goal, or objective using the SWOT analysis method. If you don't know what a SWOT analysis is, or perhaps you'd like a little refresher, you've come to the right place. SWOT stands for strengths, weaknesses, opportunities, and threats. The development of this approach is credited to Albert Humphrey, who is said to have created the framework at the Stanford Research Institute in the 1960s to 70s for the purpose of assessing and reinforcing business strategies. A SWOT analysis is a useful tool for evaluating a new project, an objective, or to analyze the business as a whole. It acts as a roadmap that details areas in which you excel, where you can improve, your potential opportunities, and any challenges you can or may need to tackle. Research from McKinsey and Company shows that 70% of all digital transformation initiatives don't reach their stated goals due to a lack of collaboration, support, and planning. At the end of the day, it's not enough for a company to simply exist. You have to maximize your opportunities, minimize negative factors, make well-informed decisions, and generally be aware of the ever-changing market and its potential impacts. Regularly conducting a SWOT analysis ensures that you achieve all of this. So let's take a deeper look into each aspect of the SWOT analysis. Strengths. Your strengths are what your company does particularly well, or ways in which you are positively distinguished from your competitors. This could be your manufacturing process, your social media presence, your customer care regime, or how you motivate your staff. As well as analysing your company internally by looking at your unique selling point or USP, your resources, your assets or your adaptability, it's important for you to try and visualise the company through the eyes of your customers and prospects. Analysing your strengths will help you to understand how and where your company excels. So consider what makes you function and flourish, keep doing that and experiment with ways in which you could potentially boost or add to these qualities. Then we have weaknesses. You need to be truthful when analysing your company's weaknesses, no matter how hard it is to face the facts. The point of a SWOT analysis is to evaluate your projects, goals, objectives or the whole company and make decisions based on actionable insights. So look at your branding, your social media statistics, your employees, your resources, systems, practices and procedures. You should also complete a competitor analysis. Think about the areas where your competitors might be outdoing you. As you did with your strengths, try to look at the company through the eyes of your customers, prospects and competitors. How do others experience your activities, products or services? And how are you seen in the wider market? If your competitors are exceeding in areas that you're not, investigate where you're lacking or where you're falling short. If your sales are remaining static, explore ways in which you can actively improve. If you're losing employees, ask for honest feedback and conduct research on how to improve employee wellness. Identifying your weaknesses keeps you switched on and presents opportunities for improvement. Next, we come to opportunities. Opportunities are chances open to the business that will benefit, 
positively impact or contribute to your business's success in some way. These favourable factors can arise independently, but conducting a SWOT analysis allows you to identify and exploit opportunities in a way that's direct and strategic. This section of the SWOT analysis, more often than not, refers to factors that are external to the business. Opportunities could stem from market changes, societal trends, failures of your competitors, or technological advancements, for example. Identifying and acting upon opportunities that are open to you can make a huge difference to your company, its current objectives, and future goals. Lastly, we have threats. Threats are obstacles or anything external that could negatively impact your business. Unfortunately, threats are something that you rarely have control over, such as market shifts, supply chain issues, changes in consumer behaviour or trends, competitor actions, digital disruption, and so on. However, something like new and emerging technologies act as both an opportunity and a threat, giving you the option to progress or fall by the wayside. Failing to accurately identify threats can be hugely detrimental to your business, so make sure you stay on the ball and regularly analyse your brand, your competitors and the wider market. Now we come to our four tips for creating a successful SWOT analysis. Number one, get to know the template. The SWOT analysis template is simple. It's four empty white boxes with a heading above each. Strengths, weaknesses, opportunities, threats. Whilst the template itself is simple, it can be tough to get started. So visit the blog on our website, four tips for creating a successful SWOT analysis where you can get access to your very own template where I've added key questions in each box that will help you get started with every step and give you a good idea of what you need to address in order to successfully complete your analysis. First things first, you may have seen the SWOT template before. That's because it's the most commonly used format when it comes to visually conducting a SWOT analysis. It's a classic. It's no secret that a lot of people are visual learners. At least it doesn't hurt to outline your thoughts visually and this table really does the trick. Additionally, having your strengths, weaknesses, opportunities, and threats in a neat grid format rather than a long list makes it easy to compare each element. For example, your strengths are situated just above your opportunities. This makes it easier to identify any strengths that could positively be turned into opportunities. Similarly, your threats are just below your weaknesses, meaning that you can see if there's a correlation between the two. Are there any weaknesses in your business that you can amend in order to avoid them becoming threats? Number two, clearly identify goals and objectives. It's super important to get to know the likes of your brand, your competitors and your market as best you can, but you must have a wider vision. You can conduct thousands of SWOT analyses, but they're only truly meaningful if you have clear goals and objectives. By clear, we mean goals that are smart, specific, measurable, achievable, realistic or relevant, and time-bound. Of course, if you're conducting a SWOT analysis simply to better understand your business, that's also highly beneficial. Particularly when it comes to getting an overview of the company as a whole and your position in the market. However, when it comes to understanding how achievable your goals and objectives are, and the actions, precautions and general steps you can make in reaching them, the SWOT analysis is one of the most practical methods. And number three, brainstorming. You might have great ideas of your own, but people often think in different ways, which means, you guessed it, added variety. Brainstorming helps to focus a wide range of ideas, giving you a greater span of knowledge and opening your business up to diverse paths. 
Similarly, it would be fair to understand that a marketing department, for example, wouldn't know the deep intricacies of a sales department or a software development team. Brainstorming between your own and different departments brings new and interesting ideas, opinions and insights that you possibly wouldn't have gathered as a solo brainstormer. The extra knowledge gained through brainstorming offers your business a wider range of actionable insights that undoubtedly help to streamline your SWOT analysis, as well as bringing your team closer together and strengthening your brand. Lastly, number four, competitive analysis. One of the main threats facing most businesses is their competitors. Of course, your competitors don't have access to your intimate business plan, which divulges all of your long and short-term goals, but your competitors can analyse your products, services, content, websites, social media, online reviews, etc, etc. Most businesses regularly research and create a competitor analysis, which is why we would advise that you do the same. It's important for you to look into everything, but begin by asking these key questions. What is your competitor's product or service? Is it seen as high-end, low-cost, middle-of-the-range? What are its features? What's their mission or key message? Are they an e-commerce store or brick-and-mortar? If both, how do their online and offline experiences compare? What is their pricing structure? What channels do they use to interact with their audience? Do they offer discounts, promotions or loyalty schemes? And what are their primary marketing tactics? Remember that conducting a SWOT analysis isn't just for your business, your goals or your objectives. You can and should conduct a SWOT analysis on your competitors too. So, you've completed your SWOT analysis, you've used your handy template, identified your goals and objectives, had a number of killer brainstorming sessions and you've conducted a thorough competitor analysis. Perfect. Now that you've done all of your wonderful research, you need to act upon the results. That's right, all of your hard work isn't just for nothing. The goals and objectives you mentioned, it's time to go and get them. Now we come to the conclusion. Whilst you're chasing the goals and objectives that you've rightfully aimed for, it's important to remember that it's not just about making the sale. Conducting a SWOT analysis is also about creating a business that's strong, reliable, transparent, and that customers can truly trust. So, whether you're a small startup or a company that's part of the Fortune 500, a SWOT analysis leads to facts-based examination, fresh perspectives, and new ideas. If you like this podcast, then you can subscribe for free via any podcast app or on Spotify. Feel free to share with a friend if you feel like they might enjoy it. And don't forget, you can find other resources like guides, videos, blogs, and infographics over on our website at www.curry.co. Thanks for listening.